to the Pet Business Coach Podcast, where I help you make your pet business dreams a reality. I'm your pet business coach, Eliza. Well, it's finally here, the end of 2020. We all know this doesn't mean the end of the pandemic quite yet, but it still feels like we're nearing the end of a really tough time and we're ready to move forward. In the spirit of moving forward, This episode is all about what to think about before you take the leap and start a pet-related business. Today, you'll learn three things to consider carefully before you make the leap to start your business that will help you decide whether to start a business at all, and if you do decide to move forward, what kind of structure you'll need for your business. I think it's going to be an amazing show, so give the dog a bone and the kitty some catnip, and let's dive right in. We've talked a lot about how to market your business, how to best service your customers, and how to hire and manage staff in your business. But maybe you're not there yet. Maybe you're at the very beginning. Maybe you're just thinking about starting a pet-related business. Maybe you've been thinking about it for a while and just can't quite decide if it's the right move for you. It's great that you've been thinking about it. Maybe you even feel like you're ready to take the leap. Well, whether you're ready to take action now or nearly ready, Take a moment to answer these three questions. The first question is, what's your why? I'm going to say something important here, so pay attention. Do not start a pet business because you love animals. I'm going to say that again. Do not start a pet business because you love animals. That is to say, make sure that's not the only reason you've started a pet business. I know you love animals. That's a given. But do you love people as well? As the owner of your business, particularly in the early stages, you're going to be working with people as much as or even more than you work with animals. You need to enjoy doing both. If you don't love working with people, that's okay. Some people don't. Just don't start a pet-related business. Instead, there are other options. You can, for example, go volunteer at your local humane society and spend all of your time hanging out with the animals without the hassle of hanging out with the people. You also need to ask yourself if you enjoy, or at least tolerate well, sales, marketing, human resources, accounting, operations, and administrative work. You will wear all of these hats in the beginning and possibly well into your business's life. If you can't stand doing these things, you shouldn't be starting a business of any kind, or you should be finding a partner who loves this part of the business and is willing to do it for you. Don't worry, though. You don't need to love these things or even do them forever. Your business will grow, and as it does, you'll be able to outsource and step back to focus on the parts of running your company that you do love. Question number two to ask yourself, what is your financial goal? Answer the following question for me. I want to make A. Gobs of money to buy a mansion and a yacht. B. Spending money for fun extras. Or C. Enough to support my family and live like I have been. The good news is that there is no wrong answer here. However, depending on what you answered, the type of business you'll want to start will vary greatly. If you answered gobs of money... This is absolutely doable, however, you won't be able to do it alone. If you're the only employee in your business, there are not enough hours in your day to service enough clients to make gobs of money. That's okay. 
It just means that you'll be bringing on other employees to deliver your services, and you'll need to deal with the management responsibilities and costs that come with having employees. If you answered spending money for extras, you should start a business where you are the only employee, or as some people like to call it, be a solopreneur. You will make enough for those fun extras, but will not have to deal with everything that comes with having employees. And finally, if you answered enough to support my family, this is a tricky gray area in business. You will likely need to bring other employees on board, or you may decide to go the independent contractor route. In this case, though, you can keep the number of people employed or involved in your business purposely low, thereby minimizing the activities that come along with having them and managing them. The third and last question to ask yourself is, what is your risk tolerance? Answer the following question. I am comfortable, A, jumping blindfolded off the cliff into the ocean, B, sitting on a beach and watching the waves, or C, swimming out to sea a good distance. If you answered A, jumping blindfolded off the cliff into the ocean, you have a very high risk tolerance. If you answered B, sitting on the beach and watching the waves, you have a very low risk tolerance. If you answered C, swimming out to sea a good distance, you have somewhere in the middle, a medium risk tolerance. Again, the good news is that there's no wrong answer here, but again, depending on what you answer, the type of business you'll want to start will vary greatly. Not surprisingly, your level of risk tolerance correlates directly with your financial goal. If you want to earn gobs of money to buy that mansion, you'll need to have a high risk tolerance. Conversely, if you have a low risk tolerance, you may want to aim for simply earning some extra spending money. Starting a pet-related business is an amazing thing to do. Just make sure you go into it eyes wide open. Spending a few minutes thinking through these three basic questions can save you a boatload of stress later on. Before I wrap this episode up, I wanted to share a few thoughts. This is my last podcast for 2020, and I wanted to end the year with a few musings on where we've come and what we've learned. As we near the end of 2020, I can't help but think of two things. The first is a huge sigh of relief at the thought that it's finally over. I imagine there will probably be a lot of good riddance to 2020 parties thrown to usher this year out the door as soon as possible. We know this isn't the end of the pandemic, but it still feels like we've been frozen for 11 months and now we're going through a door into the next chapter. The second thought I have is one of gratitude. This year has taught the world so much in such a short amount of time. We've had to work from home, learn to be homeschoolers to our kids, minimize our time away from home, juggle multiple overlapping Zoom meetings with partners working in our space, and generally relearn how to live with our families. This year has seen more fights with our partners, arguments with our kids, divorces, toddler meltdowns, yelling over shoes left in the hallway, invasions of personal space, disagreements over chores, and more of the general exasperation that comes when people are forced to be together all the time. This year has also seen more learning about our loved ones, more pets adopted, more meaningful connections, more practiced patience, more I love you spoken out loud, more empathy for others, 
more kindness to strangers, and reflection on what's really important. All of these things mark 2020 in a way that's bigger and more profound than any year previously in my life. This horrible, dark, long, hopeless, hopeful, illuminating, amazing, learning year has brought us so many things. Above all, it's reminded us that life is precious. Maybe you want to change jobs. Maybe you want to move to the beach, adopt a dog, start your own business, or do something more meaningful with your life. Maybe you've been thinking about it for a long time. Life is a gift that we shouldn't waste doing the things that don't bring us joy. You can make a choice to change. There are hurdles and naysayers and doubters and haters, but you are braver than you believe, stronger than you seem, and smarter than you think. There's nothing stopping you from making that change and living your dream. That's our episode for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, I would love it if you'd leave me a review on whatever platform you're tuning in on. You can also find me at thepetbusinesscoach.dog or check out my blog at imnotthekidnextdoor.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, you always have a choice. Don't forget to choose happiness.